Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello one and all and welcome to Behind the Glass. I'm your host Sam from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. And I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. Yes you are. Uh, Each week we get together we talk about cars, motorsport, F1... Car, what else? Cars? Cars? We cars, cars, cars. <laughs> you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch us on youtube.com forward slash behind the glass. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications. And Tony, if people want to support this podcast, what should they do? Watch it. No. <laughs> but also head to Patreon. You can support us on patreon.com forward slash behind the glass. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. It's been a while since we last did a Rate My Rides or Rate Your Rides, one of the, I guess, most popular formats of our show. Yeah. When I don't really understand why, <laughs> you lot send in photos of your cars and basically beg for Tony just to absolutely rip them apart. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about this off air saying, why did you do it, people? Why did you put yourselves through this? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why they put that. Because they know that I am only having them on, by the way. Well, I am being quite serious most of the time. But what I mean is, is that it is in jest. You know what I mean? I hope people realise that. Because if yeah. they didn't, I think they would be quite upset. If you are new to this podcast, if it's the first time you've heard a Rate My Rides, Rate Your Rides episode, essentially, as I just mentioned, we ask the audience to send in photos and details of their car, and we just react to them, essentially. We, we, I kind of know what's coming up, because, well, we, I think we had over 500 cars submitted for this episode. It's always popular when we do this. Oh, isn't it? We just simply cannot go through 500 yeah. cars. We'd, yeah. we, it would be a 10 hour episode. Yeah. So I've got to whittle it down. Um, so I do kind of know the cars that are coming up. Tony has no clue. No. He literally has not seen any of them. Nothing. So it's always a surprise for him. Um, but yeah, we try and give a kind of honest and raw <laughs> from our reaction. Surprise. You know what's been surprising this week though, or for, mm. sorry, for this episode is how many supercars were submitted. Good. Usually we've got a big variety. Long term listeners will know there's a bit of a joke that most of the audience seem to either own Cayman GT4s or M2s. That's changed to, can I just say, M- E92 M3s. Oh my God, there were like 100 E92 M3s submitted and supercars. There have been, so, so it's quite a supercar themed episode. Which good. Is, that's fine. It's good for you that I have included a few of the other bits because there were lots of other bits. Um, 
And yeah, if we don't include your car, I'm sorry. As I say, there were just so many submitted. We will do another one of these. We try and do them, what, every three to six, three to six months, I guess. Oh, we'll I think so, yeah. We do two or three a year, don't we? Exactly. They're always fun. And we also do them uh, when we do our live shows, which I think by this point will be sold out. I say I think because we're actually recording this a few weeks ahead of it going live because I'm currently on a bit of a road trip. Um, and as of the day of recording, there's only like a handful of tickets left anyway. So anyway... I guess we just launch straight into it, shall we? Oh, I, I, I mean, we're three minutes in now. Good luck, everyone, <laughs> is all I can say. We're going to kick things off with Andrew, who has submitted his car from New Zealand. Check it out. A 1999 Honda Integra I like that. Type R. I like that, too. I like that, yeah. I like that it's come from New Zealand as well, just showing the, the breadth of our listener base. Audience. I like it's right-hand drive. Right-hand drive, there you go, because Tony inherently just <laughs> hates all left-hand drive cars. Apologies for basically the majority of our non-English audience. The majority of the world. The majority of the world. <laughs> but I kind of like any Type R product, I have to say. Integra's pretty cool. Is that the one with the round headlights? I don't. Is, I can't not, see. Not sure. The only problem with that car oh God. that I have right. is that it could not pull skin off a rice pudding. It is dog... S-H-I-T, slow. <laughs> but is it not about the feeling, the balance, the handling? The... I'll tell you another problem oh with God. it as well. <laughs> I was trying to help you, Andrew, I'm sorry. That engine, as good as it is, it just makes a noise. It just, it, it doesn't go anywhere. You, you put your foot down, it just goes, and, you, and the car's still there. It's a bit like your 360. I, yeah, you were going to say that. <laughs> I was actually, I was literally waiting for you to stop talking and I was going to say, oh, like my 360 then. You are so predictable. Well, as a man who owns a car that makes a lot of noise and doesn't go anywhere that fast, Andrew, I appreciate this. And as I say, I mean, you send it all the way from the other side of the world. And I was, there's an amazing car community in New Zealand. Yeah. Incredibly passionate petrol heads. Um, I can't wait to get back down there. And so I know that, you know, this car would be appreciated by, by local members. Why has of the it car got scene. four doors, that car? And they're normally a three door. I think they're normally a three door. Maybe that was a four-door van. Can't shut that one. I wish we knew more about this type of car. <laughs> so does Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that, Andrew. Uh, let's move on. Um, next up, Anton has submitted, I think, quite a rare car. It's a 2022 Audi RS5. Who orders brand new RS5s these days? Well, in this country, quite a lot. Really? Yes. Mate. I think that's a rare car, a brand new RS5. I feel like it gets overlooked because at a time, definitely in the V8 era, RS5s, I think they served the purpose. They were an attractive proposition against an M3 or a C63. But these days, I feel like it falls quite far behind. And dare I say, are there even jag v6 f types from your used cars what's new and they're probably a bit too expensive but what i'm saying is i don't think that's necessarily as attractive as it once was and so i think it's quite rare so i would i would agree with you in terms of i think that people would buy an m4 or a c63 over that car for sure but it's still a good car man. oh i mean of course uh, you know i think i think probably in this country at the moment there's probably some there's more sportbacks, like the four-door ones knocking about, RS5 sportbacks, seem to be a few of them. Less coupes. Yeah. But but they are a lot of money. Well, I remember, was it this shape or the one just before that 
Paul took to Goodwood and it was like 90 grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that shape will be the same. If you get a fully spec one with everything on them, there'll be 90 grand. That's a US car. So, Anton, let us know. I reckon that's like $115,000, $120,000 car. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It you looks great, Paul, though. Nice get a spec. Porsche for that money? That's the problem. You get a Porsche nearly for that money. Yeah, you could get a Porsche. Yeah. I still, I saw somebody, sorry, I've got distracted. <laughs> usual format for this podcast. Um, had a really nice 992 Carrera S. Looked real base spec, but it was paint to sample, so a quirky colour and a, and a custom interior. Manual gear. Oh, I saw it on Instagram the other day. I thought that was a nice. And it made me inherently made me want to go out and do that thing of buying like a, a cheap 992 911. I need to wait for that Carrera T to come along, don't I? You do, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, Anton, very cool for submitting. Thank you very much. Addis, Aris, I'm not going to try and pronounce your surname. And I'm also not, by the way, pronouncing surnames because I don't know what people want to do about privacy. People submit their cars and I kind of shout out their names. And I'm like, oh, maybe they didn't want their names associated with these cars. I don't know. So I'm just going with Aris. Now this again, I'm going to say is rare, or maybe you just don't see too many of them, but I think maybe a cool proposition. It's a Mercedes SLK 55 AMG. So that's like... Pocket rocket. Yeah. A, a very pointless car oh hold on. no it's, it, it's pointless but it's cool in its own right because there's nothing else like it why is it pointless oh because it's like stupid was that the v6 or the v8 that'd be a v8 it was a v8 yeah oh wow come on how's that point it's amazing well, it's cool it's pointless, that but tiny little car yeah i mean yeah but, it, but the problem is mate i'll tell you the problem with that car is it's sorry it's a hairdresser's car with, well that's with the... a v8 in it mm. so the majority of people that buy that car are women. So if you want the V8, you're a man. And I wouldn't want to be seen dead in that car. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I test drove an SLK years ago before I bought my 330i saloon. Right. I went and test drove an SLK Probably not a 55. Maybe it wasn't. No. What was the one below? Did they do a... 30, 350. 350. Oh, maybe it yeah. was a 55. I, I tested something from just here, from the West London dealership. Yeah. It was a lovely little car. And what did you buy? I bought the 330. There you go, you You're right. I mean, to, to not be very 2022 about it, it would be the most attractive woman ever if she was driving around in an SLK 55. I'd be like, Restekpa. And it is cool. For that, for that reason that is absolutely useless, it's cool for that reason. But if it's a guy driving it, you don't think it's very cool? It's, well, it's very no, un-22 of us, mate. Yeah. We've got a, it's, the world's a changing place. People can, I guess, identify however they want to identify. No, they can. Them, they, he, she can, you no know. No problem. No problem. And I don't have a problem with that, but you... Unfortunately, there's still stigmas attached to certain cars, like even like an Audi TT. You're right. There's I, still it, a stigma. There attached is still to a stigma. It. And I, I, I like this because I'm like cool big engine little car. And I've always kind of liked this. Okay, but but you are right. Well, I like the concept of it. I just don't. I, 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 it's just like stupid. <laughs> stupid cars can sometimes be the best. So, Aris, we yeah, we've probably been quite rude to you there, but um, I like your car, and I'd like I always like to have a go in it. The one I'd like to have a go in is they did the Black Series, didn't they? They did an SLK 63 black. Uh, or 55 black. 55, 55 black. black. Yeah, that's so a rare that, car. That's like. where they started the black series. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love to have a go. I've, I've had a couple of them in stock in yeah. the past, to be honest. It's yeah. all right to drive. Dodge your gearbox. No, 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 it's not. It's not. It's not. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> 
Okay, we've really not been very nice. Let's move on. I think we probably also thank been you though politically incorrect. I always get nervous these incorrect. days. Incorrect. Thank you. Wow, you just corrected me on some grammar. Don't choke on your drink as I say that. That was a turn of events. Uh. But I th- I do struggle these days with what we are supposed to or not say. If you come to this podcast hoping for us to be very politically correct, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh. this one. Right, come on. <laughs> Um, Tony's laughing because yes, it is a classic. Put that SLK back up. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you not watching, I've brought up a beautiful uh, 1972 Lotus Alan Sprint. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't know the first name of the owner. Uh, the email came in as I think C-B-O-A-L. Um, anyway, it's in the, in the gold leaf livery, the mm. iconic Lotus livery from Formula One. And I think this is so cool. I mean, look at the wheels, gold steelies, the pop-up lights. These things are tiny. Little land sprints. Mate, I mean, you could pick one up. That would be the perfect car for Twiggy. Mate, it looks like a... Shoe. It looks like a toboggan. A and t- it looks toboggan. like it should be in that... In the... In that... Water behind it. The bay. Yeah. Whatever it is. That's in the wrong place. No, that's a beautiful photo, can I firstly say. A fantastic livery or even a paint job. It's my favourite Lotus colours, the gold leaf colours. If I had an earlier lease, that is the spec I'd go for. Right. Absolutely unbelievable. And, you know, I bet that's fun to drive on a I Sunday morning. I would drive that straight in the port and let it sink, if I was you. It, mind you, by the way it looks, it doesn't look like it will sink. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a little boat. It I think they're like beautiful boat. cars, but I always struggle with just how small they are. It's too small for me, that as a car. Could you get in it? I don't know, actually. Six foot two, um, owner of this car. I say, unfortunately, you didn't put your name attached to it. Maybe you, maybe you didn't want to have your name attached to it. You were too nervous what Tony was going to say. How tall are you? And can you easily fit in a Lotus Land? Harry, I'm pretty sure Harry Metcalf has a Lotus Land, and he's not a short guy. Okay. But it's not a car I'd want to spend a lot of time in. And did you drive it there or did you push it? It's got its lights on, so the electrics are working. <laughs> Come on, that's a stunning photo, mate. I Come mean, on. it's quite a pretty little car, yeah, I suppose. There it's we not go. a bad photo, but no. Your worst nightmare. If during our road trip I'd rocked up to Cool Classic Club and we'd wheeled out that, you would have just left, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. And I'd said, this is what we're driving, not a 964 Carrera. No, I'm not getting in that. You just would have left. No chance. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Okay, oh Chris God. Decker. Now this is a highly modified. We don't tend to include that many modified cars on these shows because we often don't feel like we're well-placed to talk about them. Well, I'm well-placed to talk about that. <laughs> I've been out. It's a 750 Li. And do you know why I included this? First of all, I think it looks great. But I feel like old 7 Series are having a bit of a renaissance. Really? Yeah, because they kind of represent incredible barge luxury for unbelievable value. How much is one of the, I mean, that's less Two than, grand. Yeah, less than five <laughs> grand now. But at some point would have been what, a 60 grand car? He's going to be fuming because, because he spent a few quid on that car. That's not two grand to him. So I apologise if I'm being slight derogatory, but I can't think of anything worse. Big I engine. Mean, you, Slammed. You, Exactly. You've made a luxury car uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> He's also made it very good at buying and selling drugs, I think. Because that is, I mean, Chris, maybe that's your part-time activity. I mean, or full-time, it looks I mean, like. Police would stop that vehicle just because they were so convinced that drug-related activities were taking place oh, yeah. in or around it. Yeah. But Are I you from it- Brooklyn? 
<laughs> I think it's cool. I don't know why. I like this era of older Mercs. We keep talking about the M5 recently. Like, I just think, and what was, didn't James Bond, what was the Tomorrow Never Seven Dies? series. He had a seven series, didn't it? We were yeah. kitted out yeah. with the Piers Brosnan era. It won't era. slam with silly wheels on it, though. No, but those are good wheels, actually, because they look, well, they don't look factory, but they look semi-factory. I like this. You don't like this at all? No. I think that would have been a bit of you 20 years ago. No. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> okay, next up, Colin has submitted his 370Z Nismo. Uh, Datsun, yeah, Nissan. Uh, funny enough, because we were talking last week about the new Z or Z, the 400Z, but it's just called the Z. Uh, I always like these, these Nismo variants. I think they look very cool. How much do they go for in the used market? 20p. <laughs> about. <laughs> Not for the Nismos. No, no idea, mate. I mean, we must know. That's your, that's your kind of market, isn't it? That's yeah, I mean, kind of car. 20 grand, 25 grand, I guess. Oh, that's I mean, a cool little performance car for that kind of money. It's a bit different. It's a bit quirky. You get the kind of JDM vibe. It's got nice little yellow features on it. I think that's a cool car. If, my, if a friend of mine bought that car, I'd be like, that's wicked. I'd be all over that if I... Yeah, go on, Colin. Don't give me that look. I'd rather put pins in my eyes. No, you wouldn't. That would be fine. What is that? It's like a... <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what it is. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not going to set the world on fire. But would you have that on MX5? Uh, no, it's a different car, mate. Okay, so would you have that or... or? Uh, Z4. Okay, go on. Z4. Would you? Not. Yes. No, that's New cooler than Z4, a Z4. That's cooler than a Z4. It's got no, a Nismo true. badge on it. Oh, i tell you what, another good one. That go or on. a Supra. That? Uh... Supra. All day long, mate. Yeah, probably right. Super. Yeah, I think yeah. Supra inherently feels a level above, even if it's not. It's got a dead engine, that car. But I want the sounds... new one with the 400 horsepower V6. But that's not the new one. That it's is a the 370Z. No, that, yeah, that is the old we're one. Not, we're not reviewing the Z400. <laughs> we're reviewing that <laughs> I keep thing. trying to talk about it. This is a 66 player. Okay, so yeah, it's a little bit older now. But it doesn't look older. If you told me that was a two-year-old car, I'd believe you. Well, yeah, because they still made them two years ago. <laughs> they haven't changed them. It's like the Nissan GTR. It's still the same. I like your car, Colin. I'd, would, I would like to have a going one. I don't know if I'd film one. Would that get views? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but I like your car, Colin. I really like the yellow bits a lot. Okay, here we go, Tony. A bit more up your street. An Ka Evo. Cowan Scott, yeah. He's a regular submitter to Rate My Rides and a regular supporter of the podcast. How many cars he got? Oh, way too many, apparently. Because <laughs> here he is with an Evo. Hurric Lamborghini Huracan Evo rear-wheel drive. I like that car, yeah. Uh, lovely wheels. Mm. Subtle spec for a Lambo. I like that. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that colour would be. Grid Ceramic grid brake car. Oh, I don't know. There's an extra on... Uh, yellow calipers. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. A, I think that's a lovely car. Yeah. Um, the Evo, you know, it's a good evolution. I don't know if I like all these new ones, the Technica, Technica. Well, what they've done is really, what they've done is that they built the STO, they realised that that was fundamentally useless, so they bring out that other car. Which is the Touring variant. Which is the Touring variant, which yeah. is less useless, mm. basically. But that's a good, that's a... That's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit Still dull. desirable. What, you'd like a brighter colour, would you? No, 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 the bit of a blunt instrument. No, it's a rear-wheel drive one. It'll be all snaky at the back. Good. No, 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 but look, you know what I mean? It's not like Ferrari to drive. It's a bit dull, mate. Sometimes, look, I love Ferrari, but sometimes you lean a bit too heavy on the old prancing horse. Uh, because yeah, it's one of my favourite brands. Yeah, you know, but, but sometimes you make out like it's the only brand that you like. 
Well, you basically, did it. it is. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a nice car. It's a lovely car. It's a good bit of kit. Yeah, it's a nice spec. Yeah. At one point in time, you owned a Huracan. Suddenly, now you just hate them. I don't, For I, obvious reasons, because yeah. I own one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I you know what we call that car? Go That's on. a good point and squirt car. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Now, uh, no. Damon has submitted two VWs. Now, I like anyone who has more than one car in matching specs. I really like anyone that has more than one car from the same brand. I really like anyone who has same brand, same spec, similar vibe. I wouldn't like to go to the pub with this bloke. Oh, I would. Damon, let's go to the pub. This is, he's got a Mark V <laughs> yeah. R32 Golf. I prefer the Mark IV, but still Mark V. And an R36 Passat. So that's a vibe. Yeah. So I really like the Golf. I like that. I like the that. The Mark V R32. Yes. I like that era. DSG? Yeah. Uh, well, and a manual. Oh, you, get, you get a manual as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, lovely. Um, I'm not so interested in the R36. So that's quite a rare car, that. Yeah. Um, Collectible. And I mean, they look... It's going to go up in value. They look clean. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know what it's worth. I know the Golf's, if it's a nice one, it's probably 10 grand, I suppose, the Golf. the I think it's a little bit more than that these days for a nicer one. Well, it depends Mark on... Mark 4's a... It depends on the miles and what Creeping up. Um, but yeah, like... I think it's cool. Okay. He loves his VWs. Loves his VWs. He's got two R-branded cars from a great era. Yeah. Matching specs. I think it's cool. He, You're right. If you got him at Cars and Coffee, he would start to bore you with why they are appreciating classics, the benefits of them, the fine-tuning. What It would go on a bit, wouldn't it? You'd be a bit like... Okay, to him and I'm nice to meet you. Yeah, <laughs> great to catch up. I've just seen my friend. I'll be, I'll be right back. But you know, I, I think that's cool. As I say, I my goal in life is matching spec, matching brand cars like this. I would. I'm all over. I want to. I want a Roma and an eight twelve. No, that's a bit too much. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Gary. Here he is, Gary, and I've included this because I've started to get back into my X threes. He's got the new. X3M murdered out black on black on black on black on black but I think with a tan or something interior it is tan I can see it yeah the facelift car is very good looking all I want to know Gary is how's your back because famously the pre-facelift version had one of the harshest rides I can say in the world of any car yeah of any car full stop and a lot of people often said prior to me getting the RS6 oh just go and get an X3M and I was always like no, because yeah. it was just this brittle and brutal ride. I agree, mate. And I want to know if they've done anything about that. Mm. So, Gary, how are you getting on? Because if they had worked that out, what a car. Yeah. You want what? what? No, no, no. I completely agree, mate. It's a good car. The problem is, is mm, like when that car first came out, there was no new shape M3. There now is which drives down the road loads better. That's still loads of money. And what I don't understand is, is why that is so much more uncomfortable than the new shape M3, which is basically the jacked up M3, basically. But that's why I'm wondering whether they've put in any of that cleverer suspension or cleverer setup in the new 3 Series into this. Well, let's hope so. Yeah, let us know, Gary. I think Gary will defend that car for his life, I get the feeling, but maybe he'll be honest and say, yeah, actually... I've been to the chiropractor a few times. Very cool, but... That on a can GTS. Oh, see, 
Okay, that or Makanji, yeah, Makanji TS. But X3, facelift X3 M40i in green and tan, hello. Or Makan S uh, X3 M40i. Fair enough. That'd be my vibe. Um, but this will get superseded, of course, as soon as M3 Touring finally turns up. Still waiting on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would think so, yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, wow. Here is Mr. Jet Collector. Is it? Again, someone I mentioned last week. Uh, big supporter of the podcast, so thank you, Mr. Jet Collector, who has submitted, quite hilariously, his Bugatti Chiron and his Porsche Taycan. So, I mean, he is really like in that brand because of course we now know Bugatti, Rimac, Porsche, this kind of big conglomerate of ownership. It's all a bit confusing. A lot of electric products coming from that family and uh, we're getting an insight to it here he's got the Taycan so he's dipping his toe in that water it's not the sport or cross turismo but I'll forgive you for that because he's got a Chiron it's his I mean, it's a Chiron well he's obviously a petrolhead a big petrolhead if you've got a Chiron you are a petrolhead or a flash bastard or both. <laughs> but Don't do you it. feel slightly guilty that you're driving it and that's why you bought the Taycan as I- a bit of an offset I would have a Taycan, 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 Taycan. Either all. Every day of the week if the infrastructure was ready. I love the Taycan. Yeah, I do as well. But you need a few more miles in it as well. It needs to do more than 200 well, no, miles. It could do 200 miles if you could recharge in 15 minutes. Mm. It wouldn't matter. That, that's, for me, no problem because a thirsty, well, my 360 point does 200 miles. Okay, it's not a long range, but if it recharges in 15 minutes, I'm fine. I can do that. But, but, but. I mean, it recharges in to 80% in 20 minutes, mate. So you need to, does, re- need to recharge in five minutes. No, well, it recharges in 20 minutes if you get maximum charge output from a working charger that you can turn up and plug into and straight it's away. it's got a high-powered one. Which we know in the UK, finding a high-powered charger that's running at maximum output that doesn't have a queue and that is working is very difficult. Yeah. But I think as a two-car garage, and I... If no, that's your two, two I was going to say he's got more than two. Cars I doubt many Bugatti owners just have two cars. No chance. If you do, that is unbelievable. Uh, tell me you daily it and jet collector. I will get down on one knee and propose. Sorry, Vicky, you're out. Because if you're dailying a Chiron or using it six days out of the week, no, five days out of the week, new best friend, Chiron, absolute legend. Well, what's the Taycan for then? Was he just look at that? Yeah. I don't know, um, but very cool. Well, very you've got cool. Got that the wrong way round. He's daily in that take, and he probably he probably works down the road if he got if he goes. Yeah, and work. takes the Bugatti for special occasions. Perfect, done. Yeah, ultimate, dreamy. But he's bought other cars as well, mate. I'm uh, sure he does. He, he, one hundred percent. He'd have an nice SUV. He's probably got a couple of Ferraris. There'll be a Lamborghini in there somewhere. There'll be a cu- another couple of Porsches. Next time we do this, Mister Jet Collector, why don't you um submit? I get the feeling by the by the name and the handle that maybe he's got planes. Maybe it's those are the cars and maybe he's a jet collector as in he collects jets. Right. So he's bought a car which goes like one. Basically. <laughs> uh, okay, so Graham has submitted a beautiful 1993 Alfa Romeo Spider. Now, I adore this because I'd driven the older one. So I drove a 1970s or maybe a 80s Alfa Spider. Very nice, but pile of crap. Beautiful. Slightly more modern. Still fundamentally going to fall apart. Just got. Uh, I would like to do. You know what we should do one day? We should do a road trip around like Lake Como in this kind of car. You know, a of an era, a mid nineties 
convertible, beautiful. I wonder what else you could get. Uh, you know, uh, an SL, a Merc SL, R129, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, mm-hmm. that would be a very nice car to potter around in. So, I love that car <gasps> because get out of, of where the photo's taken. Agreed. And how I can imagine that makes you feel driving in that area. If you'd taken a picture of that car in the UK outside an industrial unit, I would have gone in on you. But for the very reason of where it's been taken, and that does look like Lake Como behind, that's good enough for me. Does that photo not make you want to go up to that car, get it and drive? I thought she was going to say, does that photo not make you want to drive it in the lake? (laughs) (laughs) For those of you that aren't watching, the car is is parked on a nice gravel driveway. Yeah. To the side of it, a beautiful kind of almost historic looking house or building with some sort of wooden marks. Might be a restaurant. It could be a restaurant or a hotel right by a lake. It looks like it must be Europe somewhere. There's some lovely foliage. The sky is clear blue. The roof is down. You see a bit of the red paint popping through the, through the tree light. I mean, yeah, I just want to get in and drive. Yeah. I don't know how far you're going to be able to drive. (laughs) Might not turn on. No. But yeah, I can almost smell the scene. So yeah, well done, Graham. You've, you've done a good job there at presenting that car to us perfectly. And yeah, I still would like, I don't want to have to drive from the UK to that lake. I don't in want- In that car? No, this, so all I want to do is fly in to a, stay at a really nice hotel and putter around nice restaurants and things like that in that kind of car. You can't drive from the UK to Lake Como in that car. You yeah, won't you make could. it. No, you could. No, you won't get there. You'll break. Uh, I'll, I'll, you want to bet on that? We're shaking on it. I will one day at some point add this a bit like Greg James, add this to the list of things that maybe will never happen. I will one day do a trip from London to Lake Como in a really crappy old car that you wouldn't expect to make it. Well, you've done it in your car. Oh. <laughs> set you up for that one. I walked into that one. Greg. Greg oh. has submitted oh, his Greg. 2002 996 Turbo. It looks like in GT Silver. I have been long singing singing songs about 996 turbos. And actually, the other day in the park, a Turbo S came past me, 996 Turbo S. They're very subtle looking cars, the 996 turbos. Not like the modern ones, the big, wide, big, shouty things. Mm. And obviously, you get the slightly more reliable or or uprated engine. Um, Pretty looking things, I think, growing into themselves. I, I know you hate the 996. It's an interesting angle, Greg, that you've sent. He's kind of really on the floor looking up at the butt of the car. It almost looks like a toy. Uh, clearly, you're a fan of the rear end. Of that or he's thing. looking at his rear main oil seal. Or he's looking at his rear main oil seal. Just checking. Any drips? Any, 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 any drips? Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I think they're cool. Extended rear spoiler up. I personally don't think if you have a extendable rear spoiler, you should ever park with it up yeah i just i think let it yeah. deploy itself let it go back down boy. It, I, that's my own but that's a very personal thing but it's quite a clean spec that car beautiful spec silver wheels silver not beautiful paint. just clean it's not beautiful it's beautiful it's 996 yeah it's beautiful no where's your old one you know what i started thinking about this the other day mm. i would i would have another one I would have another one. I would. <laughs> Why don't you try and buy the one you sold? Because that's a few. I can't. I couldn't it. afford it anymore. It's gone up again. Oh mate, they're flying. I think there's one at JZM for like forty-five. Unbelievable. They're flying, mate. I got mine too soon. Oh, oh, we know this one. So Harry. Hello, Harry. Harry has. Well, this is a small world, isn't it? 
if you watched the main channel, which hopefully you will do, you would have seen that a few weeks ago, Tony and I went to visit Jasper, yeah. the incredible man, sort of keeping Spiker alive or bringing Spiker back to life. Spiker, lunatic. Lunatic, but genius. Uh, Spiker, of course, the Dutch supercar slash sports car company. It's had a very checkered past and kind of went bankrupt back in the mid 2010s. Um, but lots of the cars are out there, around 150, did we say, around the world. Um, and, and Jasper's been doing parts and helping with servicing and all these things. And he's now kind of trying to push the brand even further forward. And when we went to visit him, there was an incredibly rare double 12 s basically the homologation le mans car sitting pretty in his sort of private garage and it was like the one that i pointed out i, like, oh, I think that's my favorite mm. turns out the owner of that car harry is a listener to this podcast and has submitted it brilliant my ride what an absolute hero harry can i drive that thing please oh i'm just going straight in please can i drive it for a video because that must be so cool firstly congrats on that being your car what a thing mm. but he said it's coming to the uk i really would love to make i would Oh, I'm getting so excited on a hiccup. <laughs> I had a hiccup. Um, you have an art tech. I just think it's that. It's so cool. And, and you know what? We love you, our audience. You're an incredible audience and you continue to amaze us. From yeah. Bugatti Chirons to Alpha Spiders to Double 12 Spikers. You to have some go, crazy cars. Golf R32s. And Passat R36s. Yeah. Let's not forget. Unbelievable. So yeah, very cool, that thing. And, and even better that we've actually seen it in the flesh. Do you, uh, how, how do you feel about Spiker a few weeks down the line? Do you, if you saw one now, would you go, ah, oh, cool? Or well, you- I just know a little bit more about the brand. I don't want yeah. one, by the way. No. But, but, but I just like, it's made me like, look at them in a slightly different light. Yeah, I'm glad. I think this is the thing with you, Tony, sometimes, is you need a little bit of education sometimes to see the light. Often you are very, which I love about you, you are true to your initial instincts, you know what I mean? You're rock solid. What you believe in is what you believe in, what you think is what you think. Yeah. But sometimes it comes from a place of... (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. <laughs> Lack of knowledge. Or I don't know what I'm talking about. Basically. Yeah, but you will still be so just absolutely rock solid in that yeah. thought. Whereas here we go, Spike has proven it's a car that 
prior to us meeting Jasper, you would have torn apart. So it was a load of crap, was pointless, was absolute kick car piece of junk. So you told me not to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't really. But now, <laughs> but now you're like, oh, I've learned a bit. I get it. I appreciate it a bit more. Don't you see? Yeah. So, you know. No, no. Yeah. I said, you can't call it a kit car because it's not a kit car. Yeah. They, you know, you can't I, buy I just kit. don't want one, mate. But I, no, I honestly appreciate them. That's I, fine. I don't want... I'm not going to say that because anyway. <laughs> there's cars that I don't want, but I can appreciate. Ah, now this is interesting. Jeevith? 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 I, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that name. Jeevith. What is that? That's an M6 oh. Grand Coupe manual. Uh, oh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> well, I had one of them. Manual? Back at, no, no, no. I was going to say, mate, because only 106 manuals in the world. Not in this country. In the world. No, 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 but there wasn't any in this country, weren't there? They that? didn't offer it. No, 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 no. A bit like, what else recently have they not offered with the manual? Can you get the M3 now with the manual? Mm, I think you can now, can't you? Originally, sure. you couldn't. Not sure. Who cares? <laughs> um, no. I mean, I had one of them cars back in the day when they come out. And if you, well, it's used now, so unless you bought it new, but if it's 106, the thing is, like I said before, quite often I've said this, rare isn't always good. <laughs> Sometimes it's good. In that case, it's not good. Well, I'm going to fight you on this. There we go. Because is that in America? It could be in America. It doesn't make me know. I, uh, he's not got a front plate on, which is why I'm thinking it's America. But I don't It's see not the, UK. I don't see the side repeaters. Uh, yeah, anyway, let's, let's assume it's America. It could be anywhere in the world. It's left-hand drive. Is it? Zoom in. Uh, 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 he's got big tints on the front, so again, suggests America. Uh, yeah, left-hand drive. Yeah. Where are the side repeaters? Okay, well, anyway, we're going to make that assumption. Yeah. That goes up against weird, wacky American cars that we don't know about, like the Cadillac ATSV and... This SRT and all that crap. Yeah, sort of, you know, weird, big American hunks of junk. Yeah. Now, I think as a... That would be one of the last... I don't know. I kind of appreciate it. Would I want it? No, but I don't think that's how we should judge these cars. Could it be a bit too much for a manual? Like, is there a bit too much going on? Is the car a bit too heavy? Potentially, but I kind of disagree. It depends how you're using it. It's depends 550 on- horsepower, mate. Turbocharged yeah. car. As a manual. As a GT. I mean, it kind of contradicts itself slightly. It's a manual, 550 horsepower, rear-wheel drive, GT car. Four-door, five-door. Four-door. Four it's going to weigh about six tons, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah, I like the way... I, I no. like it. I, <laughs> maybe it is a no. It's a no. I sort of like half the idea of it. If you just submitted it without saying manual, <laughs> would I have skipped it? Probably. <laughs> so I've only included it because it's kind of interesting uh, that it's in a manual. I think it's cool. Do you know why? Because you can go to a car show in that and people are like, oh, bore, no off, one bore off dad. But then you'd go manual bro and everyone would go ah oh, no way everyone would go ah oh, who cares <laughs> <laughs> okay next up we have got jonathan with i mean there's an extreme way of living life and then it's there's this cool, way that is he's got an aerial atom three yeah and a 991.2 gt3 that's pretty cool i mean you do not care about the health of your back at all no you are going to be seeing a chiropractor i mean i don't know what age you are jonathan but you've got about a year until you cannot walk gt3's all right mate gt3's all right it's all right yeah it's It's all right though i mean it's got the buckets he doesn't daily them cars but gt when i had my gt3 
What if oh. he did? Well, let's. Uh, if you daily the atom, no, I think it's gonna be the other way around. Though, but if it? he did, he's my hero. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can. I'll get. I'll get engaged to Mr. Sharon, and you can get engaged to Mr. Atom. Oh, I mean, I'll see what it looks like first. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying yes until I see what you look like. Fair enough. Uh, he'll have a helmet on in the atom, so you'll be right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, those are toys, aren't they? They're toys, mate. Yeah, they're toys and pretty yeah. cool toys. Have you ever driven an aerial? No. No, no, no. I've driven a BAC mono and that was pretty mega. Yeah. I bet an aerial atom's a ton of fun. Yeah. I Just bet. a big go-kart, isn't it? Pretty much. But yeah. I wonder how much fun it would be on the road. Like, as in like, would it be a bit too good? Do you know what I mean? Cause Terrifying. Because like, sometimes if the cars are that light and that pointy and that exposed, a bit like with a caterham, on the public roads, I said it was a bit like, well, the roads are boring now. Like I can't find a road twisty enough, fast enough, exhilarating enough for this caterham. You know, that's where tracks are great when you go proper little handling track and you can really thrash the thing around. I think with an Atom, after a while, you'd be like, I need more. Take I, me to the Nürburgring. Mm, I think that's a motorbike on two wheels, mate. That is a full-on four wheels. That's a death trap. I think it's the a road. death trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's a death because trap. Because it's like, crash, the end. Well, yes, you are immediately dead. Yeah. Um, but also, I think it's one of those, it would implore you to be more and more psychotic. That's what I mean. Like, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to go out for a nice Sunday drive in the Atom. And after three turns, you'd be like, Ugh. yeah. So, yeah. Jonathan, look after yourself. Be careful, boy. Be careful. Uh, Joseph has submitted the new shape Ford Bronco with some interesting spec choices, which includes bright white steelies and a white front grille. He looks like one of those influencers that's doing an ad for teeth whitening campaigns. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When you look at the photos, like, wow, that's some white teeth. I am I was intrigued by this car until I found out how big it is. What's the matter with it? Dude, it is huge. Oh. I thought it was Defender size or maybe a tiny bit bigger than Defender. It's like F-150 plus. Like it's, it's a massive car. Where do they sell it? America. Well, to then what's the problem there? Totally appropriate. But I was like, it would be a cool, quirky thing to have here as a, as a run around daily cool thing. But it's, it's just massive. It's no, it's not, it's not for here. No, it's not for here. But no. I, oh, okay, it's well. fine. Mate, that's fine. Let's call that car. You like that? Yes, it's fine. If we were doing a road trip to America, would you get one? What, if we were in America? Would you rent one to go around yeah. Utah in? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I think they're kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know, it's just still be too big, I don't know. Too, um, well, not in America, mate. It's too big yeah, here. But no, but, it's not sold here. But even still, just because you're in America doesn't mean you need to get something big. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Look at the size of people in America. <laughs> yeah, but you're We're not the, big. You're not the size of a person in America. No. What I'm saying is just because you go there doesn't mean I'm going to rent the biggest vehicle I can just because I'm in America. Well, you go that to America and you eat in America. You go to the biggest burger shop because that's that's what America is. Everything is big. Super size. Super size. The car's the same. Look at the roads. They're like 12 carriages. I remember uh, during Drive the World, I went to, and this is going to upset a lot of Americans, the greatest driving road in America, the Tale of the Dragon. So treacherous, it has the name of a dragon. And it's the tail, it's the scary bit. And it's like 150 turns in three miles. Like, oh my God, the switchbacks. It's not switchbacks, by the way. <laughs> and uh, it was just a, an Alps road. <laughs> Like it was just like yeah, it's what we got. Just, I mean, you know, it's so narrow. It's it's not. No, <laughs> it's not narrow. It's really wide. Yeah. And like I, yeah. we left, and there was like a car ended up on its roof. A GT3 ended up on its roof, and I was like, "How have you done that?" 
it's a different driving. Like, don't get me wrong, it's a good road. It is good. If we were in Europe, I'd be like, that was a wicked road. It's a bit too constant. You're actually going to be, I think a hot hatch is going to be best bet there. Well, Americans can't go around corners, can they? They only go straight. It's just, I think it's the, it's so unusual in America for the constant corners, some on and off camber, and it being slightly narrower. Yeah. It's, it's a UK road width is what it is. Yeah. Actually, it's no, because B roads here have no markings. You've got to stop if there's a car coming your way. And a lot of those Alps roads are the same. This is two lanes. I mean, clear. Two. So it's a wide road compared to Europe. I think if you're in America, Tale of the Dragon is like, wow. If you're from Europe and you do a lot of mountainous Pyrenees, Alps, any kind of mountainous driving. Who I, cares? I, I think you're just going to go, it's a good road. It's okay. not the best road. Fine. I actually prefer personally Canyon roads in West Coast. America, California. Fair Those are my favourite driving roads in America. Fair enough. So I'm really sorry because I know Taylor Dragon has like a cult status. It's a bit like the Nurburgring there. You'll get them like Taylor Dragon tattooed on them. And Do they? I've done the dragon. I did the dragon in reverse. Upside down. I wouldn't boast about that. I drifted the dragon. Like, they love it. Man. They love it. And there's people's businesses that are camera, like they're photographers that are on the corners of certain, so they park on the corners. Of, what am I saying? On the corners of the corners. On the side, thank you, on the side of certain corners. And their business is taking photos so you can go online afterwards and find me and my Miata on like, the dragon. Like the Nürburgring. Yeah, literally like Same. that. It's, it is, it is a, it's America's Nürburgring. That's what it is. So I've just lost a whole lot of American subscribers. You don't know how to drive the dragon, bro. Um, Laurent. 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 Laurent has submitted Morgan three-wheeler. I know what he's done. <laughs> What's he done? Got to put another wheel on it. <laughs> Obvious thing to say. Now, I love a Morgan. I'm a Morgan fan. I would actually have a Morgan. I would genuinely have a Morgan. If I had a collection of 100 cars, I'd have a Morgan. You know what that car is, don't you? It's what? a three-wheel spiker. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. No, no, no. I think the newer one has a lot of intricate details and, and great engineering. This is Morgan's original car. This is a car they've been building since... I'm going to say 1500s, but it's not. It's obviously, I think it's late 1800s, the three-wheeler, or maybe early 1900s. It's a very old design now. So I don't think, Spiker is genuine, uh, what's it called? Um, State-of-the-art engineering. Yeah. And genius in ingenuity. Okay, fine. But, but it's got that thingy lever. It's green and tan. Is that what no, 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 no. The, you know, the cross-stitch. Cross-stitch leather. leather. That's, that's, that's why I said Spiker. Oh. <laughs> I, what I was going to say is I'm a big Morgan fan. Three-wheeler doesn't do a lot for me. No. I know- a lot for anyone. It's got three wheels. Some people love it. And it's, it's their heritage. It's like where it all began for them. And it's a unique driving experience. But I'm a bit like, meh. You've got to put a hat on every time you drive it for a start. Well, you've got to do that in a lot of cars. <laughs> what, what, cars with roofs, you mean? Well, no, but not all, <laughs> not, not all cars have roofs, mate. Convertibles. Well, yeah, but convertible, you can put the roof up. I mean, it has not got a roof. No, fine. But like, there was lots of... I'm not going to attack it for not having a roof. Has it got a windscreen? Speedsters that, yeah, it's, it's got three wheels. That's my issue. And I know it's going to be... T there's a lot of... Bit, I know it'll be fun to drive, but I just see it as a little bit... A teeny bit gimmicky. I think the new one looks fascinating, but I'd always... For me, I'd lean towards the Morgan four-wheel products. It's very cool, but... Don't lean on it, mate. Fall over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's obviously got the the, the third ones at the back. So I what... know where the wheel is. <laughs> okay, I can see two. Uh, Lewis oh. Newson. Oh, I've just given your surname away. I think you'll be all right with this, Lewis, because I think you're going to be proud of your car. It is a Fiesta ST Mountain. Yeah. Beautiful. Good car. Nice spec. Going to have some power. 
Lovely. Good um, good location again. Sun, that sun much more power than the old, about 25 horsepower. Oh, that'll do, though. Yeah. Three door. Yeah. Oh, that's a lovely bit of kit. Yep. Okay, Marco. Marco with the Aventador. Okay. He's getting an Aventador and an Exige. I mean, you have a penchant for crap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you are really coming out and saying, I, you know, the Exige I adore, but Tony hates. But like, you've got, you're a certain person if you pick an Exige. Like, that's, you're on a mission. You need recapturing very quickly. (laughs) Evora was always my choice of the previous three, but, and then the Aventador. I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, you've gone from sort of a driver's car. Yeah. To a not. To a not driver's car. And if you can't work out which ones we're talking about there, then. (laughs) Yeah, go home. Yeah. (laughs) Because the Exige is so focused and for the drivers and beautiful and perfectly poised and positioned and really hands on. And the events door, you're there for the ride. Like you're not not part of that driving experience at all. No. Just hold on. You're just there for twat laps for London, basically. But it's, I mean, I'm sure we spoke about this on the podcast recently. It's just still such an incredible postcard they went to. So I don't knock you for having one. We're still on the podcast now. <laughs> I know we are. Well, but I mean, regularly. Like we're on your main channel. No, no, no. You, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't coming back on there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but the events are so, you know, I sort of like, Paul, like I don't bash anyone for getting an Aventador, but you're not getting it to drive it. So maybe that's why he's got the exige. Ah, maybe that's what he's done. Aventador was the postcard. I've always wanted one, a super cool car. I got an Aventador, amazing. But we all know it's crap to drive, so I'm going to buy the ultimate driver's car and exige. Maybe that's what he's done. But it's not the ultimate driver's car, is it, It's mate? one of them. Really? Yeah, an exige, beautiful driver's car. I'd rather an MX-5. No, but that's so much more powerful and poised and dialed in. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's a bit more focused, isn't it? Yeah. Um, oh yes please Mark has submitted his I'm assuming shark blue Porsche 992 GT3 Mark is that a manual or a PDK because that's the only thing I care about these days if it's a PDK Mark can you DM me because I'd quite like to buy that car no you would not I would would you yeah. how much would you pay for a 992 GT3 not quarter of a million quid no, but how much would you pay it's about so they keep changing the prices I've been because I've been on the configurator looking at <clears throat> some Porsche stuff more on that soon um and I've been noticing GT3s and all the Porsches have been just creeping up value-wise. Yeah. So I reckon that's got ceramics. Yeah. That's got ceramics and I don't know the rest, but I reckon that's a 140 car no, list. No, no, no. It's more than that, mate. Depends when you got joking. it, though. If that's an earlier car. Yeah, the, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Nowadays, that's a yeah. 150, 155. Yeah. But I think that's a 140, 145 list. Maybe. Anyway, when he got it. let's assume it's a 150. Let's call it a 150 car yeah. to be kind to Mark or maybe undersell his car. How much would you pay for I that I would car? like to give him £30,000 over. You'd pay 180 I'll write you a cheque right now. £30,000 doesn't matter his list price. You'd pay him 30k over. I'd pay him 30 grand over list. Do it, Mark, just so that I can hang out in that GT3. <laughs> yeah. um, very cool. I just want to know if it's a manual or a PDK because I literally I was having this conversation with some friends last night about manual versus pdk on gt3s they've both got cars coming one's got a wing car one's got a touring car i know chris harris has recently picked up his touring which i'm pretty sure is manual there's all this debate and there's this kind of like oh well you shouldn't feel the pressure of whether you should only drive true drivers by a manual if you want the pdk get the pdk but does the car suit pdk or manual better i don't know because i've driven manual for a week and i only drove pdk for 30 minutes i preferred the manual but maybe if you spent more time with it, the PDK would be better. I don't, know. I, I don't want it if it's a manual, Mark. <sighs> only, only, only 
get involved if it's a PDK. Do like, you care about I'll the colour? You like the shark blue? Huh? That's like, all right. Don't really care. Still a GT3. Yeah. Uh, Matt, funnily enough, with a Supra. We were speaking about Supras earlier. Yellow Supra. Very nice. It's like an old BT van. Looks like an old BT van. with a yellow? Well, a very if they were white, then it you. wouldn't look like one, would it? Well, maybe the vans look like Supras. <laughs> or the Supras look like a van. It's a niche UK reference. I would have said yellow pages. No. Well, that's a bright yellow, mate. Look at the old BT vans. They were that... From what, what era? Like 80s, yeah, 90s. I wasn't born, mate. Well, you was. 89. Right. So uh, that's 80s. Matthew with... Okay, this is going to blow your mind. Are you sitting down? It's a Boxster. I can see. Modified by Nine Meister. Nine Meister. Nine Meister! Is that a German company? Yeah, well, yeah. It's a German You can car. only say it right if you go, Nine Meister! <laughs> you can probably see it on there. I can't see it. He has spent, or the car, someone spent 45,000, I, I don't know if it was pounds or euros. Who on, cares? On, on upgrades on that car. What's he done? I mean, everything. Shall I pull up the email? No. Come on, I'm going to pull up the email. You keep, you keep looking at it and discussing. What do you mean, keep looking at it? Hold I can't look at anything else. Hold on a sec. Oh, my God. I mean, I was going to, like, be half nice about that car, but when you've said 45,000... 44... Dot, dot, dot. That's the first gen. Yeah. Look at it. I mean, that's yeah. just... Oh, God, come on. I mean, a, a first gen Boxster, okay, got some miles on it, but they're four or five grand, mate. I mean, it's just... That, I mean, he's just literally just thrown away 45 grand. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Right. 45,000 pounds! 45,000 pounds! Exterior. The Porsche 2003 facelift lights, front, rear, and side indicators. Soft top replaced with upgraded fabric and glass-heated rear screen. Factory hard top in matching colour with storage bag. Engine. Shrick fast road camshafts. Shrick valve springs and titanium retainers. Porsche 997 intake manifold and injectors. Porsche GT3 throttle body. IPD plenum chamber and silicon pipework. LN Engineering deep sump valve. LN Engineering spin-on filter adapter. Porsche X51 oil baffle tray. Wayne Schofield chip wizards custom remap. Spin-on oil filter. Tarot Engineering engine mounts. Porsche Cayman 987 front engine mount. Car graphic stainless steel exhaust manifold. Car graphic stainless 200 cell sports cats. Car graphic stainless rear sport silencer with twin tailpipe. Performance, 289 horsepower, 250 pound foot of torque. He's done more work to the trans... Oh my God, it goes on. It goes on. Transmission, standard six-speed Porsche box transmission with a Carbonetics LSD white... No, ah, something with this thing. Suspension, 996 GT3 front (laughs) wheel carriers. You bored? No, mate, listen. I'd like to retract a previous statement. I would really like to go out for a drink with a bloke who owned the Volkswagens instead of this bloke. <laughs> because The that, R32 and the R36. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm coming out. We'll go out for a drink. You can talk to me all day and all night about your Volkswagens. I'll, I won't go to sleep. I'll listen. If it means I haven't got to meet this bloke. <laughs> Matthew, I will happily meet you. <laughs> I'm sure you're a lovely guy. All I will say uh, is when we announced doing Rate My Rides, we said yeah. all we need is the photo and the name or the, or the make and the model of the car. The more you put in the body of the email, the more likely you are that Tony's going to rip you apart. And we've, I've just, that's just come true. You set yourself up for that. Because if you just submitted it, we've gone, oh, wow, that's cool. Box but... I'm amazed by what's been done to that car. And if you've done it yourself and you've spent that money yourself, 
Wow. Passion project. But you are everything Tony hates about petrol. <laughs> Go and book yourself in, mate. <laughs> book yourself in where? Priory. <laughs> To a mental health institute. Yeah. By the way, mental health is not something we should be joking about. Again, we're not joking. No. Well, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Politically incorrect. <laughs> Matthew, I mean, yes. I, as I said, I, I'm impressed, but I do worry that maybe that's your opening line. Like, it would be hard to sum that up quickly. Matthew, you have royally done yourself in. Like Sam said, you should have just submitted the car. Would have gone. Yeah, it's cool. Moved on. <laughs> Uh, Michael with a beautiful 996 GT3 in silver. I think I just included that because I'm a bit into my 996s again. Oh no, because I thought it had a red interior, but it's not. There's another car behind it. That's why I included it. But 996 GT3s are starting to come on strong a little bit. And yeah, it's a nice, nice bit of kit. Uh, Nick. Oh, mate. You know what that is? Well, it's not 16M. No, of course not. Which is what you tried to make it look like. No, it's not. It's a 360, mate. I know what it is. What is it? Is it a manual? No. But, but he's tried to make it look like a 16M with that silly stripe down it. No, that's not even a Ferrari. It's a kit car. <laughs> that is, honestly, that is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is an MR2. <laughs> yes, it is. Isn't it? Listeners, Nick has submitted oh. what looks like... At first glances and what Tony thought, a 360 Spider, Ferrari 360 Spider in the classic Ferrari red with a kind of challenge for Dali type stripe and some slightly dodgy wheels. At a glance, you're like, oh, okay, it's just a bit of a, a ratty looking 360 Spider. <laughs> <laughs> That's because it's not. It's a Toyota MR2. Now, oh, I've got to be honest, no. Nick. You've sent this to the wrong people. Yeah. I, is, I don't know if there was ever a part of me. If it didn't have Ferrari badges... No, no, mate. even, even no, then, even no. Then. There's basically no excuses. It was there. a, it was a, it was a thing in the early two thousands to do this to these cars, right? But what this shouts out, mate, this literally shouts out. I'm going to build a kit car that looks like a Ferrari because I haven't worked hard enough. Well, okay. To stop you from potentially sounding a little bit too much like Molly May. Molly, mate, who's that? <laughs> She's a celeb who went in saying, we've all got the same 24 hours in the day. Like, just do some more work. Like, stop complaining. And just, we can, we've all got 24 hours in our day. It's not all about working hard enough. Like, circumstances are circumstances. But I slightly agree. It's a bit like having a fake Richard Mill on your wrist or a fake Louis Vuitton jacket. Or, you know, it's it's fake. It's not real. You're You're... You're pretending it's something that it's not, when actually an MR2 is its own thing in its own right. An MR2, I would have been nicer about an MR2. Yeah. Especially like if that's based on the old MR2, which was a pretty... I would I would like to bet that might be based on, like, the 1990s car, not the square cheese mm. one, the one after. Because if this was a 360 that he'd bolted all the Challenge for Dali parts on... I'd have been like, all right, like, okay. Like, well, still, I still would have gone on in I on still it. would have been a bit like, yeah. but it's worse than that. It's terrible. It's not a Ferrari, mate. You can't put Ferrari badges on a car. It's not, and I'm sure you're not, are you pretending that you, I, I don't know what the motivation, we're being horrible and that's not very fair because maybe you love it and maybe it's semi-ironic you've done it and. <laughs> no, 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 no. And do you know what? All jokes aside, as well, we've said this before. If you love that car, then that's yeah. fair enough. Like, yeah, no, yeah. no problem at all. If that makes you feel special and it and and that gives you the fizz, 
then no problem. Well said. But but I I I could bring my sister into this. My sister, well, as we were growing up, would rather have gone to Primark and spent twenty pound in there and got loads and loads of clothes, whereas I would rather have gone to a better shop and bought one garment. That's that car compared to a Ferrari. No, but the difference with that is that is going to the guy on the street corner who's selling the fake handbags. Yeah, that yeah, it's going to the sweet shop in the, in the high street that sells the fake handbags under the table. Right, yeah, around the back, yeah. Yeah. And his special sweets this Not week? for me that car. Not for me, but no. Well done, though. Well done for submitting it. You were brave. Oh, I like that. Nick has submitted an F-150 Raptor. Oh, it's just cool. Again, a bit here's a trick ways. for all of you. Uh, next time we do a Rate My Rides, submit a cool photo. Always gets a nice little shout out. That some is that, mega, that thing. That over a Bronco every day of the week, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Look at it. It's mean. I would actually, I actually, mate, I would love to drive one of them across America. Yeah, it's just cool. Yeah, it really is. That's, I would, a, that's up like through Wyoming and stuff. And know, like, do you know what? Like when you see something like that and when you see that picture and whatnot, you understand why it's probably the best selling car in the yeah. world. You know what I mean? It's cool. Got presents. Yeah. Like they've just nailed it. Yeah. Uh, Patrick with a beautiful that's not the best selling car in the world <laughs> 1996 it was at one point it was very popular was it the Mercedes SL in the late 90s in the Cotswolds no <laughs> at one point prior to there being endless competition you've got to admit Merc SLs of this era were a status symbol yeah, were a desirable were car they yeah were, you're right, eat yeah. your words mate and, and they're you, coming back on song and I'll tell you another thing car dealers back in then they loved an SL. Yeah. All the old car dealers yet back then, they all used to run around with their old paper glasses guide books and they all used to go to the auction and they'd all rock up in them old SLs. There you go. I think the shape is working now. The boxy shape is coming on song. You've got different engines, all very nice. SL500 is probably the, the pick, but I think most people are going with the 320s, I guess, or the I don't know. more affordable. There was the 600 as well, which is the V12. But yeah, I think it's coming back on song. I think this is going to be a success story for the next few years. I mean, God, I think the world's going through a bit of a shit in the next few years. But if you're looking for something to park your money in over the summer and have a bit of a nice time, just waft. It's a waft mobile. I think you could be all right. That is, a, that is a better built car than the shape after that. Interesting. With the, the shape sort of after, yeah. That was mm. like... A piece of poo. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Paul. I, I did say that there were some supercars today with a 765LT. Fair play. I mean... Not seen many of those on the road yet. No, well, well, there's not many of them. Nice. They haven't made no, them. No. no, but they're still trading very high. Uh-huh. Someone's <laughs> still winning a bet. Um, lovely spec, lovely car. I liked that thing when I drove it. It's psychotic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely insane. Yeah. And you know what? I slagged off somebody earlier, the 996 man, for having his wing up stationary, but actually looks quite cool there on the LT. Yeah, I mean, we don't, I, you know, I don't like McLaren at all, and I wouldn't buy one, but... You have to appreciate what that car can do. You know, it is a real... It would eat a piece to a lie. It is a real proper bit of kit. Very cool. We're rushing through. I don't really know why, but we just are. Robert with a beautiful 550 Ferrari. I was always... I used to always lean towards 575s. I don't know why. No, you've lost me. Really? This oh, era I'm Ferrari? Interested. Really? No, no. Oh, that surprised me. No. I think it, well, actually, it doesn't because they're much. It's very much the gentleman era of the Grand Tour yeah, of Ferrari. 
555. It's a very nice kind of drive. The 575 does have a bit of edge to it. You wouldn't like it. You're right. They're not your cars at all. No. I think I would have one as a sort of ground, like as an F-type replacement type thing. But I was never really liked the 550 because it was too subdued for me. Um, 575 just had a bit more edge. But I'm starting to appreciate them a bit more. There's been some nice ones knocking around. But the one to have is the one that um, Max Siege on Instagram. Uh, he has the manual 575. <gasps> That's a, a Super car. America one. No, no, no. Coupe. Super oh. America, I don't really like that folding glass the way it... F- right. uh, 550 Barquetta. Mate, 550 Barquetta. That is a car I would love to own. Okay. Genuinely proper. Uh, Ryan, very nice Paul Smith Mini. I like Isn't, that. Very nice. I saw mm. a convoy of three of the old school minis on the on the A3 the other day. They are cool, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Fun little bits of kit. Yeah. And, uh, it's an your, icon, mate. Your mate's son, I'm going to leave it at that, Dan, doesn't Dan have a Monte Carlo version or something? Doesn't he have a um, black with a red roof? Doesn't he have a special uh, variant? Yeah, like yeah, I think they've still yeah. got it. I'm yeah. pretty sure they've that still got it. That was very cool. The minute yeah. they launched that, I was like, oh, that's, a, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a cool little thing. Yeah. Just a fun bit of kit. I don't really know where you'd go in it and what you do with it, but... Who cares? Yeah. It's a proper icon, mate. Proper icon, exactly. Yeah. A proper collectible icon. And then finally, to draw a line out of it. From one icon to not another. <laughs> well, actually, I'm going to fight you on this a little bit. Sangar has uh, introduced yeah. us to his Lamborghini Diablo yeah. two-wheel drive. Oh. Oh. And it's all in one piece? All in one piece, supposedly. Doors up. Now I, I think it's crashed on the other side. <laughs> well, it's got an oil leak under it. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend whose father owns one of these, and he let uh, one of our mutual friends drive it, and our mutual friend lost his nut. And actually, he's like the second or third person I know who's driven that particular car, and just is like, oh my God, it's the best thing in the world. You lie down driving. It's like Formula One-style driving position. And everyone I know who's driven a Diablo obsessed with it really yeah I've, ne- I've never had the chance I think they're cool I like yeah I, over Kuntash for me I would have a Diablo on looks alone over a Kuntash or a Mercer Lager fair enough I think they're cool things that's a nice spec big old wing I bet it's a big I bet, I bet it's hair raising that as an experience yeah and they're kind of like they're brutal when I drove Kuntash you had to really like really pick it up by the scruff of its neck. It's a hard car to drive. It's got no power drive. steering, is it? Yeah, no, no, no power steering. Nothing. You've got to really rev it out and thrash it. It kind of wants to be abused, which is quite cool. But, but I bet the brakes don't work. No, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, anyway. No, it's not all show, no go, but it's a lot of show and some go. No go. No, I think it's got some go. I think that's a cool thing. Oh, it's, it's got some go, no stop. No stop, there you go. <laughs> well done, you hit the nail on the head. Well, anyway, that is where we're going to have to draw a line for today's Rate Your Rides. As I say, there were so many other submissions, so I'm so sorry for all of you that we missed. Uh, we will do another one of these at some point, and we have all the ones coming up for the Behind the Glass live events. We will, at some point this year, be trying to do a few more of those. Definitely one more towards Christmas, and maybe another one at some point this year. So keep your eyes peeled on the Seen Through Glass website. Some very exciting adventures taking place right now and happening in the weeks ahead over on the main channel, so make sure you're subscribed and you've got notifications on for there uh, if you want to follow Tony he's at Tony Gravelwood Car Sales on most social media platforms I'm at Seen Through Glass on most social media platforms and we'll be back with you very soon bye bye see ya a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. 
Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.